Over his 34-year career, my husband has authored over 50 published articles, along with several books, videos, and audio training programs on the subject of network marketing. He's also been repeatedly recognized as one of the top network marketing trainers in the world. In June of 2011, he was invited to visit our company's home office. He was so impressed with what he saw that he decided that day to walk away from his lucrative speaking and consulting career and got started as a team of one. Today, that team of one has grown to over 200,000 customers, associates, managers, directors, executives, and millionaires in 17 countries. Today, my husband and I work together and we are extremely grateful to have been recognized as the number one income earners for our company worldwide. But what I'm most excited about today is that thanks to podcast technology, you can learn the leadership skills, the leadership lessons that will help you grow your own world-class team. With that in mind, let the man who's been teaching others about leadership for decades share what he's been teaching with you. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce my business partner and the love of my life, my husband, Michael S. Klaus. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to all of you beautiful people. Michael Klaus, of course, again here. And I am so excited that we're already up to episode number 10. And this is where we really complete the first circle. Let me explain. Our profession, indeed what we're doing in the space of isogenics, and certainly what we're doing on our one big team, is to focus on the fundamentals. Well, what are the fundamentals? Well, fundamentally, finding people to talk to, the prospecting piece. Remember, prospects, not projects. Moving that conversation via follow-up to presenting, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing. How many times today is the isogenic story going to be told by you, by an associate on your team, by a tool or by an event? Learn to track that and you can build a financial wall around your family. Nothing can get through and then again, through follow-up, we move into someone saying yes. Now, maybe we have to overcome an objection or two. We've talked about that, really, the request for more information. But ultimately, our goal is for someone to say yes. Yes to becoming a customer. Yes to having a nice health transformation. Yes to possibly, possibly looking into the business side of things, the opportunity side of things, the side hustle side of things, where they have the opportunity to either pay for product, pay for product in a car, product car in a home, or who knows how far up, up will be for them. But when someone says yes, and they're interested in the business, the side hustle, the opportunity to earn an income, whether again, it's just to pay for product or more, we have an obligation to slow down, teach and train them so that they in turn can do what we're doing. And that's where we get the word or the phrase or the philosophy of duplication, duplicating making sure that what we're doing not only works, but more importantly, it duplicates. And wow, is that a real, real interesting part of our business. I mean, after all, think for a moment of the number of people that you have personally found. Hey, maybe it was through social media. 
Maybe they were just friends of yours. Maybe they were contacts in some social circle or others. But you, quote unquote, found these individuals. Somehow, some way, you were able to present, to share the isogenic story with them. And somehow, some way, they were able to say yes. Think for a moment of all of the yeses. And think for a moment if we could take those yeses and just really focus in on the people who not only said yes, but they said yes to earning an income. They were either intrigued or just flat out interested in earning an income within the space of your business. And what happened? How many of those people are continuing to grow and expand their financial uh, net worth? Well, here's what we know for sure. Too often for me, too often for Lynn, hey, probably too often for you, we kind of scratch our heads in puzzlement wondering, where did they go? Why would someone after all tell us, you can count on me, I'm going to be here, and then they don't show up again? What happened to them? Well, my personal opinion is that oftentimes we've either made this too difficult or we haven't really helped them make it too easy. We haven't, in other words, slowed down, slowed? <laughs> we haven't really slowed down long enough where they can really come up to speed. And so we're going to be focusing in on that fundamental. So remember, the big three are prospecting, presenting, and duplicating. And today's focus is really all about the simple art of duplication, because it really is a simple art. So as we've been defining different facets of our business from the beginning, let's start off by defining duplication. So duplication, like leadership, is simply helping others do what you're doing one step at a time. I mean, after all, it starts with a product experience. So are you helping the people do what you're doing one step at a time? Have you taken the time, for example, to walk them through their back office, or are you just hoping against hope that they'll figure it out? Have you taken the time to really show them how they can make sure they never run out of these amazing products? Or are you just hoping against hope that the products for them are so extraordinary that they will just figure it out? Are you hoping and praying possibly that these people just figure out how to put a list of people together and reach out and connect with them, just how you kind of did that? Or are you slowing down and really helping them every step of the way? We need to understand that duplication, again, like leadership, is helping others do what you're doing. It's helping others do what we are all doing one step at a time. So I guess that bears a sub-definition, a subset of this conversation. Well, what should we be doing? And wow, oh wow, do most of us miss this. So let me really, really get in here and define duplication. Because duplication is all about this. It's whatever I'm about to do with you. You must be able to immediately do with the next person you meet, with or without my help, whether that person lives across the street, across the town, or across the country. Now, let me say that one more time, and indeed, let me implore you as best I, I can to memorize, internalize, and focus on this expression. What I'm about to do with you, you must be able to immediately do with the next person you meet, with or without my help, whether that person lives across the street, across the town, or across the country. If you can say in a resounding tone, yes, that's what I'm doing, then you are well on your way to something probably duplicating. 
if you cannot say yes with that passion in your voice, then what you might have missed is really the ultimate objective. I mean, for example, you should always be asking yourself, just like Lynn and I are always asking ourselves, will this work or will this duplicate? One more time, will this work or will this duplicate? You know, I can't tell you the number of times people will reach out to us with a set of circumstances that they really believe will help them strike gold. It's a medical facility. It's a club. It happens to be a, a, a township. I had one of those once where literally this had to go before the board of directors. And I mean, we went the whole thing, took about two years. What ultimately happened? Nothing. Nothing ultimately happened. I did it just for the curiosity of it. I mean, I poured my heart and soul into this as I poured my heart and soul into just about everything. But when you pour your heart and soul into things year over year over year, decade over decade, if you're paying attention, you do begin to recognize some common patterns. Certain things work, but they don't duplicate. Certain things duplicate, and by extension, they work. So what's the difference? Well, again, what I'm about to do with you, you must be able to immediately do with the next person you meet. So if you're brand new, what are you going to be able to do as a brand new individual with the next person you meet? And the answer is only what's been done with you. So for example, if I gave you this award-winning Oscar-nominated presentation, I mean, if people had been observing this, it would have been absolutely the most extraordinary thing they've ever seen. And you said yes. And then I asked you to turn around to go out and do that with your friends. What would you be thinking? Well, Michael, I don't know how much time, effort, or energy you put into that presentation, but I could never do that. By contrast, that worked. Back up for a moment. That worked. But will it duplicate? No. So by contrast, what's the difference? I approach you, we have a conversation, you ask for more information, and I share with you a video. I direct you to go take a look.info. We talk about something specific and I hand you a tool. I invite you to a presentation someone else presents. We sit down over coffee and Lynn gives the presentation, not me. I'm telling you, when you understand the difference between what works and what duplicates, your whole world will change. Because we have to focus on what duplicates, not what works. Listen, if you throw enough time, enough effort, and enough resources at something, you can make just about anything work. But will it work 10, 12, 14, 20, 100, 500 levels below you, whether you're there or not? And the answer is, well, it depends. Let me give you an example. We have this amazing medical facility. The doctors seem interested. So someone thinks, wow, if we get all the doctors interested, the doctors will get their patients interested. The patients, when they become interested, will get all of their friends interested. I'm going to build this massive organization. So you're not really sure how to get a large medical corporation involved, so you reach out to us. Will that work? Well, maybe. I mean, if everybody is in agreement, it certainly would work. If we put enough time, effort, or energy into it, it certainly would work. But will it duplicate? Will those doctors get other doctors involved in other medical facilities? And the answer is probably not. So we reach out to the doctors and we have the following conversation. Have you tried the product? Oh, no, we're just trying to get some questions answered to see if we want to carry this here in our clinic, in our practice. Well, here's what I would recommend. I would recommend that all of you that are intrigued by this get on the product. Oh, we don't want to do that. 
Now, I've had those very conversations. Do you see the challenge? If the doctors are unwilling or uninterested in getting on the products, where do you think this will go? Well, in my own experience, I've never really seen it go anywhere. Now, that doesn't fault doctors, and it doesn't fault the idea. That idea, again, if you put enough time, effort, or resources behind it, will probably work. But it will not duplicate. By contrast, I'm sitting down with Mary. Mary's got about 10, 12 extra pounds to lose. She's been struggling with this since the birth of her second child. How old is your second child, I ask Mary, and she kind of laughingly says, he's about to turn 10. And we both have a chuckle because for an, almost a decade, Mary's been trying to really kind of get back to her pre-weight pregnancy. Not only that, now that Mary has a couple of kids, one approaching 10, the other one a little bit older, what does she want more than anything else? She wants to be home for her family. Well, okay, this happens to be America. If you want to be home with your family, stay home. Oh, wait, one problem. When Mary quits, they stop paying her. She needs the income. She's married, but they need both incomes in order for their life to work. So Mary has to find a way in the nooks and crannies of her life to replace it. We offer her the opportunity. She takes a look at it. Her and her husband decide this is worthy of consideration. She gets on the product. She has an epic transformation. Her friends start to notice, and you get the idea. That will probably duplicate. So we always have to be asking, will this work? Or will this duplicate? And always circle back around to the definition. What I'm about to do with you, you must be able to immediately do with the next person you meet, with or without my help, whether that person lives across the street, across the town, or across the, a country. We can indeed say now, with isogenics being in all these different countries, we could say around the world. So use a tool. Use something where if they see it, they hear it, they experience it, they can understand, hey, I could allow this same amount of information to pass one more generation so someone else could experience it too. You know, I guess I might explain this whole idea of will it work or will it duplicate with this simple illustration. When I was a kid, I had one of these little toys. I went and looked it up online today to see what it's called, and it's really pretty interesting. I think they could work on the name. It's not very descriptive. It doesn't really paint a picture in your mind's eye. It's called Shape and Sort It Out. Really? That's the best they could come up with? Well, because the name probably is not triggering anything in your mind unless you've recently bought one of these, let me explain it a little further. It's a little tiny box or a little tiny bench, and it has some, some holes cut in the top of it. It's got a little square, it has a little triangle, and it has a little circle. And then there's either some plastic squares, triangles, or circles, or there's some little wooden ones, depending on which one you acquired. And the objective, of course, for a very, very young child is hand-eye coordination to kind of process. I pick up the square, and I've got to figure out how to drop it through the square hole. I pick up the little circle, it's got to go through the circle, I pick up the triangle, you get the idea. It's supposed to really help these kids. Well, we eventually grow up and we grow out of that little toy because it's no longer that interesting. I mean, after all, if you're my age, you can go square, square hole, round, or, or the circle goes on the circle hole, triangle, and tri I'm done. Not that interesting. But for a little kid, you probably watch them. Hey, maybe you were one of them like me at one point in time and tried this yourself. I've got that little square and I don't understand yet. So I'm trying to bang that square through the circle hole. It's not going through the circle hole. It's a square. So I start banging it through the triangle, trying to get it through the triangle hole. It's not going to go through the triangle hole because it's a square. And then eventually, voila, I bang it in the square and there it goes. And I think, ha, success. 
and I feel good, and I pick up another one, and I try it again. This, from an illustrative standpoint, is what it is that we're doing. Duplication is round peg, round hole. Square peg, square hole. Triangular shaped peg, triangular shaped hole. That's what we do. We look for people that want to lose weight, they want to gain energy, they want to increase their muscle mass, they want to have a physical transformation in some capacity. That's one of the pegs in one of the holes. What do we do? We allow people who have an interest to also partner with us in play if they're so inclined to make some in income. Another peg, another hole. What else is it that we do? We teach and train other people how to do the same. That's it. That's all we do. You're either one of our customers, you're one of our business builders, or we're working with you, teaching and training you how to enjoy the products if that's where you'd like to stay for a while. And we're helping you enjoy the products and build a business if that's where you'd like to hang out for a while until you've got a team large enough where you're really helping those people, teaching and training them. That's the purpose, really, of this podcast. So I guess we might just kind of shift gears for just a moment, though, and talk about the challenges, because they are going to come no matter what we do. You know, there's only so much I can put out in this podcast. There's only so much information that I think is relevant for you grabbing onto it from wherever you currently are and advancing your career forward. Sometimes, no matter what we think about or how much we put down, we just miss something. So let me give you an illustration that hopefully you'll take with you for the remainder of your days. Because when you talk about that third fundamental, prospecting, of course, is the first one, finding people to talk to. Presenting is the second fundamental. Yes, I know we have to bridge the gap through follow-up, but the second fundamental is presenting. And then again, through follow-up and, and maybe overcoming an objection or the request for more information, we eventually settle on a yes. And now we're in the third and final fundamental duplicating we're teaching and training these people how to do what we're doing one step at a time and if we want this to go down 50 100 500 1000 levels then we want to make sure that what we're doing the next person can immediately do whether we're there or not regardless of where they live assuming of course they live where we can do business that's another thing we get phone calls michael i've got this incredible person they're in germany they're going to be awesome what do we do well, we can't really do anything today as I'm recording this podcast. We are not currently open in Germany. Well, what do we do? We look for people in a market where we're open. But this person is really, really good and they live in Germany. Well, unless this person is willing to move to a country where we currently are open, about all they can do is wait and see if at some future moment in time we're open there and they might have an interest in joining us. Again, think about what we'll duplicate 50, 100, 500 levels down. Think about that. So how do we do this? Well, the simple illustration is really just a recipe. And you could probably pick any one that you would like, but for purposes of our conversation, I'm going to stay with the one I've been teaching and training on for 25 years. And that is a chocolate cake recipe. Now imagine you came to our home and I happened to whip up one of my famous chocolate cakes and you sat down and the end of a meal, nice conversation, maybe a good cup of Isogenics coffee. You had a bite of this absolutely exquisite chocolate cake. And toward the end of the conversation, you said, this has got to be one of the all-time greatest chocolate cakes I've ever had. May I have the recipe? Of course you can have the recipe. So I go and I get a copy of it. I hand you the recipe. Now what's on it? 
Well, there's really three components to any recipe, just like there are three components to our business. And number one, we have the ingredients we're going to need. And you could probably guess if it's a chocolate cake, flour, sugar, probably some chocolate, going to be some eggs, always some eggs. We've got to have some things in there that make sense. But if you're not really anyone who prepares or who cooks often, you might be surprised to find things like salt. A little bit, not much, but there it is. You think, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would there be salt in this cake? The cake was obviously sweet. I don't understand. Well, but there it is. And it tells you how much of each ingredient. So we have the ingredients. The second facet of this uh, uh, recipe is we have the process. We mix these ingredients in this order, this way. We pour these into a cake pan that we have preconditioned doing these steps. We put it into an oven we have preheated at this temperature, and we cook or bake. Here comes my favorite part of the recipe, until done. I've always been fascinated by that. Why is it that recipes ask us to cook it until done? I've never seen one that says cook it until it's almost done or it looks done or you think it's done. No, they say cook until done. So they make a lot of assumptions. One of which, my big one, and those of you that were at Celebration a few years ago, you might remember me talking about this, we make an assumption regarding the egg. Because if you have never made a dish in your life, and I gave you the recipe, in theory, you should be able to follow it. But when you were there in your kitchen with all of the ingredients together for the very first time, and it said, add in two eggs, and you grab those eggs from the refrigerator and you just plop them in the bowl. It, nowhere in the recipe, in fact, find me a recipe, I challenge any of you to find me a recipe where it says to add in an egg or add in two eggs or add in three eggs or fold in the eggs, where it tells you to take them out of the shell first. Now, some of you may be laughing or thinking, oh boy, but truthfully, that's one of the greatest metaphors in our business. You've always got to be watching out for the egg. You think it makes sense until you run up against an egg. You think you've been clear, then you realize not so much. You ran up against an egg. And so from today forward, I know we can give you the ingredients. These first 10 episodes of the podcast, they will really take you from saying yes to all the way up and understanding the basics of duplication. But no matter, again, what I've shared in all of these, I know I've probably left a few things out in your mind. Now, don't panic. Next week, we're going to be back talking about another subject. But these first 10 really complete a beautiful circle. But always look out or watch out for the egg. We have the ingredients. We have the process, how they go together. And we have the concept of time. Here, too, we have the ingredients. Well, what would they be? Well, all of your products to have a great product experience, how you take those. You know, you just can't mix them all in a bowl and have the same experience as follow the, following the instructions. We know that. If you've got a 30-day system, you've got to decide what are going to be your cleanse days. Are you going to do single days once a week, double days every two weeks? What are you going to do when you get the weight off? What protein are you going to be using? You get the idea. You've got some choices here. But once you have it down, that becomes the format, really, of a recipe, the ingredients, the process. How do these things go together? What are you going to do first thing in the morning? Have your isogenics coffee first or a shake? You know, you have to decide what you're going to be doing. What's the protocol in your family to get you the results that you currently want? And how much time will it take? Look, if you're like most people and you've been adding a few pounds onto your frame for the last well, longer than you care to admit, and you look in the mirror and you've got 10, 15, 20, 30 pounds to lose or more, we're not going to be able to take care of you in 30 days. It's going to take some time. 
you know, when you take a look at the studies and what's happened with people, everybody's a bit different. But if you've got 50 or 60 or 70 pounds to lose, you're going to have to give yourself some time. And so, too, I'll promise you, if you're making a chocolate cake, it's going to take time to put the ingredients together. It's going to take time, or first of all, time to acquire the ingredients. I mean, my goodness, if it calls for two eggs and you open up the refrigerator and you don't have any, you can't say, well, I'll just substitute some butter or some oil or some water. It'll make up the volume. It'll be fine. No, it won't be fine. If you don't have eggs and you're making a chocolate cake, at least from my recipe, you're, you need to head off to the store and pick up some eggs. That's going to take more time. So, too, the metaphor here is if you know what you're doing, you're good to go. But if I talk about tossing the salad as it pertains to Facebook and you're like, I don't know what that means, you're going to have to take some time to learn first. Like going to the store, it's going to take you a little more time. Those ingredients need to go together in the right sequence. And then you've got to bake it. It takes time. Now, when I was a kid, you know, cakes were made from scratch, and then we realized that takes too much time. So this Betty Crocker girl came along, and she said, I'll do most of the heavy lifting for you. Just add in a couple of eggs and some water, and it'll be a lot easier. And then we said, you know what? That still takes too much time. And now what are most people doing? You go down the aisle. I mean, it's crazy what we've done to our food. Mix a little water with this one. Put it in the microwave. Eight minutes later, you've got a chocolate cake. The only problem is I wouldn't eat it not sure about you. So we have to understand good things will take time. Give yourself time and watch out for the egg. But here comes the beautiful aspect of this recipe. You're now making it. Hey, maybe it doesn't look as nice as mine the first time around, but it should taste really good. Your friends come over, they take a bite of your chocolate cake and they think this is amazing. I, I would love the recipe. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to guess. You simply give them the same recipe. What do they see? The same ingredients in the same order put together in the same way, requiring the same amount of time. Now, if they happen to be in, say, the United Kingdom, they may need to make some adjustments. Maybe they need to go from our system to their system, our temperatures to their temperatures. Hey, maybe if you're talking to someone in the high Colorado Rocky Mountains, they've got to make an adjustment because of altitude for cooking time. Remember the egg. We've got to be able to make those adjustments, and that's okay. You know, the secret to reaching the top of the mountain, known by any mountain climber, is pick a path, pick a guide, and go. You can't ask 12 people and do 12 different things. Not everyone is going to recommend the same boots. That's okay. Not everyone would recommend the same guide. That's okay. Not everyone is going to recommend the same trek to the top of the mountain. That's okay. Some people want to get there as fast as they can. Others want to take their time and enjoy the view. Both are okay. What you need to do is choose a guide, follow their instructions, and enjoy the experience. That's what you need to do. So how does this actually play out? Well, let me give you three steps that I really want you to be focusing on, and then an idea about time. Remember I said this is a lot like that recipe, and certainly the time element we need to discuss at the end. So hang on for just a couple of minutes, and we're going to get there. But here's how you're going to reach the top of the mountain. For you, if that's paying for product, that's your mountain. For, for, if it's for you, reaching the top of your mountain is paying for your products in a car, hey, that's your mountain. You want to pay for your products, your car, and your home, that's your mountain. You want to walk away from your job and never look back, that's your mountain. You want to double, triple, or quadruple your income in the same amount of time you're already spending, that's your mountain. Figure out which mountain you're going to climb and make sure you've got a guide, somebody who's been where you want to go, and then just follow their lead if they're in our company, on 
our team, and they've already been to the top of the mountain you'd like to ascend. That's what you've got to keep in mind. So how do we do that? Number one, focus on your goals for 15 minutes every day. I cannot overemphasize this. Remember, the fundamental of prospecting is to find them. The fundamental of presenting is to enroll them. And the fundamental of duplicating is to teach them how to become leaders who can do the same. Focus on your goals. What are you trying to accomplish? Keep it on your top of mind. You know, keep it top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. You want to be thinking about this from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed. Yes, it should always be top of mind like that. But I'm really talking about sitting down every morning or every evening and really focusing on your goals. Look at your plan. Go over it. Look at your calendar. Review it. Make sure that you're moving in the right direction. Focus on the destination and keep your attention fixed firmly there. Number two, get rid of all the minutiae. Get rid of all the distractions and focus on the main thing. Remember, keeping the main thing the main thing? How many times today will the isogenic story be told by you by an associate on your team, by a tool, or by an event. How many times? Focus on the main thing and everything else will take care of itself. Because if you're focusing on keeping the main thing the main thing, and you know at the end of the day, the number is zero, you just have to ask yourself why. And if the answer is, I don't have anyone to reach out to, then you've got to go to work on the fundamental of prospecting. If you're not sure how to do that, go back and revisit what we've talked about. Ask for help from someone who's around there. And remember to watch out for the egg. And the number three... Teach all your new associates the system. What is the system? Well, we use the products, we learn the system, and then we just share the story. It's all we really do. We use the products, we learn the system, and we share the story. Use the products, learn the system, share the story. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Use the products. Listen, that's going to be different. Remember the egg. If you're adding muscle, it's different than if you're losing weight. It's different. But you've got to know what you're doing. Use the products. Get really good using the products. Make it a lifelong commitment to master your health because it's the place you're living, your body, is the only place you're ever going to live. Master your health. Use the products. Number two, learn the system. What's the system? Well, the 10,000-foot overview is find people to talk to, talk to the people you find, teach and train those who say yes how to do the same. Prospecting, presenting, and duplicating. Yes, there's a lot of untold information in between those three. You've got to go to work and you've got to fill in those blanks. But that is the essence of what we do. You've got to make sure you're teaching and training all the people on your team how to do the same. Does that mean they're all going to listen? No. Does that mean they're all going to follow you? No. Does that mean they're all going to succeed? Sadly, no. Listen, I've been tracking this for a long time. You probably have been tracking this for a period of time too. And I'll promise you this, one day when you've been doing this 34, 35 years, you'll probably come to the same conclusion that I have come to many years ago. You cannot get everyone to do everything they promised you they wanted to do. One more time. You cannot get everyone to do everything they promised you they wanted to do. People will go to university and they will quit. They'll drop out. They'll get a degree. They won't use it. They'll get in the profession, do it for a while, then go off on sabbatical for a period of time. People have been checking out of things for as far back as we've been keeping track of time. It isn't going to change. People make commitments. They don't honor them. 
couple of reasons. They either found out they just didn't really want to once they got involved, or they just didn't really end up keeping their word, but they probably should have. We could spend a lot of time trying to figure it out, but it, truth be told, it doesn't matter. Work with the willing. Just make sure you're not leaving anyone on the side of the road who is willing and just doesn't know what to do next. Therefore, my advice to you is simple. Plug every single person into these podcasts. If you're part of the network marketing profession, you're part of our Isagenics family, you're on our one big team specifically, get every single person plugged into these podcasts so they can be educated on a weekly basis and progressively over time learn how to do this. Because it will take time. It typically takes, if you start keeping track, about eight to 10 hours a week. Yes, you can do it in the pockets of your life. I mean, eight hours a week is about an hour, a little over an hour a day, you know, 10 hours, maybe a little bit more, but it's going to take about eight to 10 hours a week to do this. It's probably going to take about a Saturday a month where you've got some follow-ups or some commitments, or you're attending one of our super Saturday events, or you're at one of our conferences, whatever it happens to be, probably about a Saturday a month. And odds are good about every quarter, there's going to be an event that will might pull you away so that you can really grow your uh, level of education and you can thereby shorten your learning curve. And if we did that, if we invested those eight to 10 hours a week doing the right things, doing what works, no, doing what duplicates. If we could invest about eight to 10 hours a week doing what duplicates about a Saturday in a month and about a weekend per quarter, somewhere in two to five years, you could typically walk away from your full-time income. Here's what's crazy. And I've never understood this. I mean, I just acknowledge it. I don't really understand it. But if you happen now to be making about $100,000 a year in your, in your secular employment, and you give me about eight to 10 hours a week, about a Saturday a month for, and about a weekend per quarter for two to five years, engaged in the right revenue-producing activity, you'll probably end up with $100,000 income in a couple of years, somewhere between two to five. But if you're struggling to make $25,000 a year right now, and you invest the same amount of time, effort, and energy, you could still be making about $25,000. Now you might be wondering, well, wait a minute, why would one person be making four times as much doing about the same thing? And the short answer is, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to follow in those treks if you don't want to. You can find a guide that will take you clear to the top of the mountain faster than you could possibly imagine. It's just my observation. Hey, I could ask you, why is it that those two people right now, one is currently out earning the other four to one in their secular employment? I don't really know. Maybe one has a profession that pays more. Maybe one has a better education. Maybe one has a larger network. Maybe one is harder working. Maybe one is, you get the idea. We just really don't know. What we do know is that these are examples. They're not it has nothing to do with you per se, other than I want to give you this information so you don't think you're going to sign up on Tuesday, become a rock star on Wednesday, walk away from your job on Thursday, and be retired sitting under a palm tree, drinking nectar out of a coconut on Saturday, and just enjoy life for the rest of it. It's going to take work. And if you're willing to do the work, the reward will become self-evident. So here's what I would advise every single one of you to do. Seriously, you want to grow your business bigger, better, and faster than you ever thought possible? Make sure you are implementing everything we have now covered. Make sure you've got all of the teammates on these podcasts and they're catching up, they're moving along. 
And by the way, when you enroll a brand new person tomorrow, don't tell them to get to 10 as fast as they can. Give them 10 weeks to get there. This is going to be progressive, and they need to be able to climb that mountain themselves. I mean, after all, if you're halfway up and someone sees where you are and they think, I want to climb that mountain too, you'll probably be to the top of the mountain before they reach the halfway marker. That's okay. People will continue to join our business. They'll continue to, to join as customers as long as we continue to keep the main thing the main thing. So there you go. Those are the suggestions. This is where we complete the circle. From this point forward, it simply is prospecting, presenting, duplicating, repeat. Prospect, prospecting, presenting, duplicating, repeat. Prospecting, presenting, duplicating, repeat. Use the products, learn the system, keep the main thing the main thing, and share the story. Keep it simple, keep it up, and I'll promise you, you're going to be well on your way to reaching the summit, however high you've chosen you want to climb. And when you get to the top, I'll promise you this, the view is going to be magnificent. Magnificent.